0: A quick warning to listeners, this podcast contains spoilers for the Kingkiller Chronicle, both main books and any of the side stories Pat Rothfuss has released. So if you haven't read those, please do not listen until you do, and then come back and enjoy this with me. Another warning, or rather caveat, I'm not affiliated in any way with Pat or Daw Books or any kind of network or group. I'm just doing this by myself. Hope you enjoy. Welcome, travelers, to my fire. Come and sit down, and we're going to talk about the Kingkiller Chronicle. Okay, that was a little, maybe a little cheesy for an intro, I'm not sure. We're going to work on it. Welcome to entirely the right sort of podcast. If you're wondering why I've called it that, it comes from the name of the wind when the Chandrian kill the Edimaru troop. Cinder tells Quoth someone's parents have been singing entirely the wrong sort of songs. So that's a little play on that. My name is RJ and I will be leading this merry band of troopers up and down the Great Stone Road as we examine characters in Patrick Rothfuss's The Kingkiller Chronicle. It is currently a sunny Sunday, where I live, the world is in the midst still of the coronavirus pandemic, so I'm working from home. That, all that to say, you may hear um, some noises around me. I have several cats, two cats and a dog, and my roommate has a cat and a dog. So if you hear any barking, meowing, scrabbling, anything like that, please forgive me. Um, I'm hoping to get some new microphones uh, soon. Uh, in the meantime, enjoy the sounds of animals in the background. So for this first podcast, I thought it was appropriate to focus on Lorian, Kvost's mother, in part because she's the first major female character we get to know. Of course, because she's his mom. She raised him. She loved him. And he loves her. And also because Lorian is at the center of what I think might be the one of the most commonly accepted fan theories out there. We will certainly talk about Arladin, Kvost's dad, and other characters who may be connected to her. I'm thinking of starting each character study, profile, analysis, etc., with seven things we know about the character, or perhaps don't know, because seven holds a significance in these books. For example, there's seven Chandrian, seven strings on the lute, unless Ambrose breaks one, seven words that will make a woman love you, seven countries listed in the four corners. You get the picture. We'll see if I can actually find seven facts about each of them, which is why I said maybe I'll include facts we don't know, so bear with me here. So, what are seven things we know about Lorian? Number one, she was from a noble family and taught quoth the ways of the court. Number two, she and Arliden never got officially married. Number three, she was a master wordsmith. Quoth says she had a natural gift for words, and that the best words were hers. Number four, she seemed to be partners with Arladin in all the song creation, so theoretically, she would have known everything he did about Lanre and Lyra. Number five, unlike Arladin, she was tortured by the Chandrian before she was killed. Number six, according to Cathay, she held up well under this torture, and Cathay also says Lorian was always a trooper, which I find interesting. And number seven, even though Arladin was described as more of the musician, it was Lorian who appears to have witnessed Quoth's first song as he tells Ori in Wise Man's Fear. So as I alluded to, um, I think one of the most popular theories about Lorian is that she's really Natalia Lackless, the noble woman who ran away with the trooper. Whose name we hear about halfway through the wise man's fear, as Quoth is going through a stack of salacious stories from nobles in Mayor Alvaron's court. Right as Quoth introduces his mom, we hear Lorian was a from a noble family before Arliden lured her away from what she calls a miserable, dreary hell. Quoth says he doesn't recall where she's from and can only guess three crossings where his family visited relatives once. There's no three crossings uh, actually listed on the maps, but um, there are a few places I found in Vint, in the small kingdoms, I believe, and in the Commonwealth, where there are three river crossings, so we can't really pinpoint that with that. We're at a loss to really know. In Wise Man's Fear, the only info about Natalia is presented as a bit of an answer to Kvothe, As to why Melowin Lackless, now the only heir to the Lackless Lands, hates the Edema Rue so much. We get just three sentences about this, that Natalia had run away with the troupe of traveling performers, and her parents disowned her. Interesting that the story doesn't particularly mention the Rue, but perhaps that is just family knowledge, um, and that's why Melowin hates the Rue in particular. We're introduced first to the lacklaces in the name of the wind. As Quoth's mom catches him chanting a mildly crude rhyme about a lady Lackless in chapter 11, she chides him for it a bit and advises him to be careful of what he is singing, which of course is tragically ironic, giving Cinder's line later in the book about his how his parents are singing entirely the wrong sorts of songs. Kvoth asks why he shouldn't sing this little chant when he's heard plenty of others about noble women, like the character Lady Periel. Lorien says, Lady Lackless is a real person with feelings that can be hurt. Kvoth doesn't spend much time on that in this interaction, but it's another puzzle piece fitting into this theory. Another big clue is the song Arladin made up that Lorien hates, allegedly because of the awful meter but quite possibly because it alludes to her real name, and she doesn't want anyone figuring that out. First, in the little song, which we hear in Wise Man's Fear, chapter 36, he calls her Lorian, but also Tally, which Arliden ties to his wife's skills with money, but could definitely be a nickname for Natalia. The kicker is the last few lines. It's worth my life to make my wife not tally a lot less. Now, we're told Lorian is the one who has a way with words, but this is clever wordplay on Arladin's part, as not tally a lot less sure sounds like Natalia Lackless. Could this be a coincidence? Probably not, in my opinion. It's either a false flag that Roth has planted for us, or it's another solid clue to Lorian's real name. So, what do we know about the Lackless family? Their lands are in the north of Ventus, and they're not under King Roderick Calanthus's jurisdiction. They're an old, old family, and they've got that mysterious box, Kvothe sees and handles in wise Man's Fear. The lands are not noted on any of the map. There does appear to be a place where three rivers meet on the maps between Tenue and Renire, so that could be um, the three crossings that Kvoth talks about, but we don't know much other than what Mayor Alvaron says. It's interesting that the Cathay, who reputedly knows everything, says Lorian, quote, was always a trooper. He doesn't mention anything that would lead Kvoth to possibly make a connection between his mom and the Lacklaces. Perhaps it's because it's much more impactful for the Cathay to bait Kvoth about the Chandrian at the time. And perhaps it's because it doesn't really matter. Cathay knows already that Quoth is very near a dust up to Malouin anyhow, and he will make his Rue blood known. So, even armed with the knowledge that his mom is really Natalia Lackless, in my opinion, it ultimately won't change the outcome of Quoth's life in the most destructive way, which is what Cathay wants. There's also the fact that Natalia was disowned, so I would think that even if Kvothe is her son, he still has no claim to any lackless heritage. I'm going to read a little bit of Wise Man's Fear now in the chapter with the Cathay, so please enjoy. What can you tell me about the Chandrian, I asked. Since you ask so sweetly, Cinder is the one you want. Remember him? White hair, dark eyes. Did things to your mother, you know. Terrible. She held up well, though. Lorien was always a trooper, if you'll pardon the expression. Much better than your father, with all his begging and blubbering. My mind flashed pictures of things I had tried to forget for years. My mother, her hair wet with blood, her arms unnaturally twisted, broken at the wrist, at the elbow. My father, his belly cut open, had left a trail of blood for 20 feet. He'd crawled to be closer to her. This is interesting to me. Um, I'm not sure exactly why Cathay... Told him this? Well, no, that's a lie. I am pretty sure because the cafe wants to uh, give Quoth the most destructive option, and he's trying to. Well, sorry, the cafe is not confirmed male or female, so it they um, are trying to get Quoth, I believe, to go after Cinder. Just from the evidence of this and what Quoth says about how his mom and dad were killed. It does seem, as I said in my seven things, that Lorian was tortured by Cinder, um, maybe I guess himself, and the rest of the Chandrian. Well, it seems like Arladin just got the one slit through the belly. So why could that be? It's possible that it's because Lorian held up well, quote, quote, and um, didn't really beg or blubber. And that Cinder was trying to make her maybe plead for her life. And since Arladen allegedly was begging and blubbering or whatever, Cinder thought, you know, might as well kill this dude because this is what I want. I want my victims to, you know, show me that they're afraid of me. And maybe Lorian didn't. So that's why she got a little extra treatment. I think it's also possible that since Lorian was more in charge of the words and Arladen was more in charge of the music, that Cinder took it upon himself, um, if he had figured this out, to torture her a little bit more and perhaps punish her for singing the Chandrian's real names or punish her for anything, really. I think it's also possible that he somehow knew she was a lackless, if she is a lackless, and was torturing her for information about what's in the lackless box or information about the family. So I think that's just, you know, an interesting little tidbit and interesting that the Cathay remarks on that. Also very interesting, I'm going to say again, one more time. The cafe says Lorian was always a trooper if you'll pardon the expression. So as I've said, I think one of the most commonly accepted fan theories, commonly discussed, is that Lorian is actually an lackless. There's a lot of evidence for that. I think there is some evidence that it's not her, that in particular that it's Denna, just because of some of the ways Kvothe describes Maevein, particularly the line Um, well, the line that he has a strong, that she has a strong resemblance to someone and that she has red lips without the assistance of any paint, which he's said about Denna a few times. Um, I think, I think this could be true. There are a few other things that might tie it to Denna, particularly the Yilish story knots on the lackless box. And we know Denna is, by the end of Wise Man's Fear, learning Yilish. But that could also just kind of be a well-placed distraction or, you know, just something. Um, I did want to note on the, the subject of Denna that Malewyn is described as having pale skin and the chestnut brown hair, whereas Denna is usually described as being pretty tan, I believe, um, especially when she's been out and about. But, you know, Meluin might not see the sun a lot. There is also the fact that Meluin particularly hates the Edema Roo, and we know for sure that Lorian ran away with Arladin, who was a member of the Rue. It is possible that it could be Denna making Kvoth and Denna. Uh, well, probably not anything, because if Kvoth's not in the family doesn't really matter what denna is. Um so I think there is some credence to that theory especially because Kvothe doesn't learn about Natalia until Wise Man's Fear when it says young Natalia Laclas ran away with a band of traveling troopers. So given that it says young and given that we don't really get any evidence of when this happened again Possible it could be Denna, but I'm going to stick to the fact um, that Arladen's song probably really means something. Um, It is possible that he was just joking and that his wife is someone else. But, you know, I'm pretty sure that Natalia and Lorian are the same person. I think another interesting point to consider is, is Arladen really Quoth's father? There is really just kind of, oh, what's the word? Not substantial evidence for this, but I think it's definitely possible. There is the matter that his parents have dark hair and dark eyes, and Quoth has red hair and green eyes, which are changing based on his emotions and mood, which I don't think we really see other than with people in the Fae. And uh, there is a line where Arladon asks Lorian, Did you happen to bed down with some wandering god a dozen years ago? That might solve our little mystery. And uh, she, in- instead of maybe confirming or denying this, says, About a dozen years ago a man came to me. He bound me with kisses and chords of corded song. He robbed me of my virtue and stole me away but he didn't have red hair. Couldn't be him. I think it's possible that, number one, Lorian was engaged to someone back in her noble family and perhaps had relations with him and was pregnant with Kvothe. I think it's also possible that maybe if Lorien was a lackless she discovered something uh, you know about the lackless door or about their connection to the fey so i think it's possible that kvoth has maybe some fey blood in him or that he has some yillish blood in him because uh at least twice someone's said he's he looks like he could be yillish i believe Maybe Dioc or Stanchion and then someone else who speaks to him in Yilish and says that the red hair fooled them. So again, I I like the character of Arledin, and I would like to believe that he was Quoth's dad, but it's possible he wasn't. Maybe this is one of the reasons why he and Lorian didn't get officially married um, by a church or anything like that. That could be because... They're a de-maru and they don't necessarily trust the established political and religious hierarchy or maybe because Lorianne was engaged to someone, betrothed to someone before she left her family and things would have been a little bit messy or possibly she was married to someone. So again, just something to chew on. That about does it for me today, everyone. I hope that you enjoyed this first look into what these podcasts are going to be. I'm still figuring out what I want my schedule and format to be, so I appreciate your patience and I welcome any uh, feedback, comments, questions. You can find me on Twitter at E-T-R-S-O-P, stands for Entirely the Right Sort of Podcast, or email me, E-T-R-S-O-P at gmail.com. At this point in the first podcast, I um, have a little bit of podcast artwork that I created myself. And am using the Anchor.fm sounds for the intro, outro, etc. But if anyone is out there who is listening and would like to share their talent or know someone who would like to help me out, send me a message or a tweet and I would really appreciate that. We will talk more about the Lackless Family when I do the podcast on Maloan. I know I kind of just skimmed over it today, but there's definitely more to talk about. And I hope everyone is doing well. Until we meet again, may all your stories be glad ones and your roads be smooth and short.